Well, Jeremy, we had such a fantastic time talking to Wes Kime of the 2005 class. Yeah, we really did. What a upstanding Shreve citizen that young man has grown up to be. <laughs> he has. What a, what a fantastic guy. Well, here we are with another what I hope is a fantastic guy, but we're going to find out here soon enough with mm. Tyler Steiner. Ty Stye 35. Ooh. Do you remember this Ooh. guy? Oh, yeah, sure. And the, the funny thing is, this is our third Tyler on the on the recordings here. No way. Yeah, we had Tyler Wanger, Ty Y, oh. Tyler Das, Ty Dye, and now we got Tyler Steiner. Ty, Ty Stein. Trying to represent class of 05, second best class to ever come through Central. If you don't, if you don't count like twenty or thirty other classes, I don't think we've had anyone uh, make this sort of announcement yeah. that, that yeah. their class is the second best. Well, I, so I right. just, I just announced that our class was relatively unremarkable. When you think about your class, are there is there like one word that could sum them up? Clicky, clicky. Were you a part of this? Were you part of these clicks? I personally wasn't. That's good. That's I good. was, uh, I was a three sport man. I was in choir, so I was I was kind of uh, <laughs> oh, I was friends choir. with everyone. Yeah. I had uh, I had friends with all the all the different groups. More of the people would have been a little bit more like me. We might have uh, gotten along a little bit better. I don't know if they just would have been more chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Jeremy, do you remember this guy Tyler walking down the hallway? Oh yeah. In between classes. Oh yeah. I Big time. Yeah. He, he many times he would have this blue shirt. And I forget what it was. It was something about Fight Club, but it was like Worcester Fight Club. Worcester Fight Club. Yeah. My most cherished Goodwill find that I ever bought. Yeah. Wore that uh, probably four times a week. Yeah. $2.50. Yep. Of course, you had on the back, you know, first two rules. Don't talk about Fight Club. Don't talk about Fight Club. Didn't even think about what it was, but loved it. And every Went for time, comfort over everything else. Right, right. But it became iconic because every time we would pass in the hallway, you and I would just look at each other and say, don't talk about Fight Club. Don't talk about Fight Club, you rad dog. <laughs> no, you're the rad dog. No, you're the rad dog. That and, and so from there, that would then sometimes lead into Tyler Steiner's famous hugs where he can crack your back yes. and give you a little mini alignment. I don't know if you've benefited oh, from yeah, such embraces. He's very good at those uh, hugs. He picks you up and kind of, it's a bear hug. So I actually learned the best way to do that was from Kyle Emick. Really? From your class. Yeah. Uh, he taught me the way that you approach from the rear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Get him. a good grip. Up and back. Okay. And it just, I mean, it's like crack all the way up. Yeah. All yeah. the way. Yeah. That energy just goes right up your spine to mm -hmm. your cranium and you're just, you feel alive after so, those. Kyle Emick, thank you for showing me the way. Yeah. Wow. And, and you've never heard anyone doing this? Mm -mm. Wow. <laughs> Someone's sky in his five is yeah. now uh, out of alignment from right. these, but you're a big guy. You, you know, you, you would always pop my, my back real nice. I think everyone always appreciate it. They just come to me for a quick adjustment and be on their way. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the day. It seems to me, w did a lot of people just come to you for a quick adjustments, whether it was maybe a bad back or a bad attitude? Like did Marcus lean on you for help? I don't know if Marcus leaned on anybody. Oh, you he was uh, he was a firecracker. Yeah, he thought he he thought he knew everything. You but, were his uh, uh, Hobbs to his Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> we lean on each other here and there. I guess I would say you were always like some moral support, strolling mm -hmm. down the hallways though, like and kind of lanky, like almost like on rollerblades without rollerblades. Somehow you're just yeah, really, like that a slow that motion. long gait that yeah. he has. Yeah, I was just uh, I was just floating, just a floater, floater. You know. Yeah. 
and trying to be nice to everyone. <laughs> Give them what they need in any respect. I like it. Now, where did the name Ty Stai come from? That's such yeah, an iconic well, like nickname. You guys remember AOL, of course. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's actually uh, self-dubbed. Oh, no and, way. Yeah, I kind of stole it from uh, Crystal Steiner a little bit. She had the, uh, the screen name Steincry. And okay. I thought that was a good one. I like the whole, uh, you know, first name, last name, yes. rhyming, rhyming yeah. deal. And but, this was uh, early enough that there, did she need a number on that? Did she had to have like numerics, like Steincry 12? No, hers was just Steincry. Wow. She's so this would have been uh, eighth grade. Yeah. I believe we were a little late to the party with the dial up. Sure. And uh, so that was ka-ching, my basketball ka-ching. number. <laughs> that was my basketball number at the time. So no one ever knew <laughs> what it meant. So yeah, self-dubbed. I nickname. love that. Yeah, and that it just means. it just stuck. Yeah, you know, it, not everybody can just give themselves their own nickname. And I know we've talked about our good buddy Matt Too Fat Hignite. Yeah, he's given himself quite a few nicknames over the oh, years. Yeah, you were telling me what were the ones that you were coming up with? Too Fat was the first one that he came up with, and then Tanline Tim. Tanline Tim, was another one. That's right. And then in his later years, out of in his college years. Uh, Sully, I believe. Right. They, call, they Be, called him. Because I he, believe he called himself that too. Yeah. He told people at college at Palm Beach Atlantic that we back in Ohio called him Sully because he looked like, what was that? Godsmack singer Sully. Yeah, yes. The lead singer. And, and he actually did. He, yeah, he, but we never yeah. called him Sully. Right. He was yeah. kind of making up this fake story to get these kids down there to call him <laughs> Sully. So I, I'm just saying, you're you're like in rare company here great company with yeah i'm yeah. in the company of uh too fat Maddie did too people fatty. did oh, they yeah. just accept thai style or did you have to earn that i mean it just rolled off the tongue yeah so because it sounds as easy as tie-dye but i like the tyler doss tie-dye yeah. yeah was that was that actually a thing no no okay, jeremy just coined that here <laughs> <in Australia. laughs> yeah we're gonna make that thing yeah yeah he, he had the t wang i like that out of tyler wanger <laughs> i think he would appreciate it mm-hmm well it's good to be with you guys here tonight Oh, it's good to be with you. So we had Missy O'Neill on, who she was Missy Dutcher when she was at Central. Mm -hmm. And one of the first things she said to me was, hey, that's enough baseball. I've heard enough baseball. Oh, Missy, come on. Yeah. I said, baseball's not cool. Come on. Everybody loves baseball. Yeah. So, you know, I I wish we could talk about it. So I'm not going to talk about the game where we both homered. We both had dingers. No big deal. You know, no, no, we can definitely talk about it. But let's talk about some stories around baseball, but not necessarily, you know, X's and O's on the diamond. And we, we had a lot of fun as a baseball team. I feel, Mm -hmm. I mean, like even the bus rides to different games. I mean, sometimes we would be like putting signs out the window, putting other stuff up against the windows. Like honk if you're horny type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bruce driving up front was probably like, why are all these cars honking? Right. Right. Yeah. Like it was never anything too crazy, but we were always having fun. Was Nate Larson a a baseball player? He was for a time, yeah. And uh, getting his uh, jock strap out and uh, putting on people's faces, yep. asking if they wanted some joxygen. Yeah, yeah. It was a good that. time. I don't think he ever cleaned that thing, of course. But when it comes to playing baseball, everyone remembers the the spring break trips down to Florida every mm-hmm. other year. And you know, we've talked extensively on this podcast about some of those stories. Jeremy and I, senior year of '04, and you were on that trip with us. Do you have any stories from from that time? Because I know we, we have not talked about much with the condo that we stayed at down there in Sarasota. 
And I remember because Wes came in. So here's here's just the whole thing. Wes came in and he told a story about it wasn't a a quick, easy off onto the road trip uh, to get down to Florida. We were a little bit delayed at the school because of you. That was my fault. Would you like to tell that story? Yeah. So the night before we had our big uh, regional final game basketball against uh, Sebring. Okay. I didn't have the best game, so I rode the bench a little bit. So uh, I was feeling a little down about basketball at the time. So I can't say when we when we lost, I was like sixty percent sad, forty percent meh, whatever. Yeah. Now I get to go to I get to go to Florida tomorrow. Right. So after <laughs> the game, you know, once once all the <laughs> with too fat. Yeah, with too fat. Uh, once all the sadness and the you know the wallowing ends. Um, are you? I'm getting, are kind, you, I'm getting kind of hyped. Yeah, but are you one to wallow normally? Like. You just seem like a guy that's kind of more ho-hum. Like, you don't get too high, too low. You just... Nope. Just kind of go with the flow. Like yeah. I said, you know, floating through the halls. I okay. just, you know, I yeah. just go right. with the flow there. Continue. Continue. So, I'm at home and, uh, you know, we're leaving early the next morning. Probably, what was it? Two? It was really... Yeah, it was In still In the middle of the dark. night. Yeah. So... Oh, man. For some reason, my parents are out of the house and I'm asking my brother, I'm like, what do you think? What's the best way to approach this? Should I, should I get a couple hours sleep or, or just stay up? And um, in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm just, I should just stay up. So there's no, no issue missing my alarm, sleep in the van, you know, yada, yada. Yep. And I just, he encourages me to go to sleep. I'm like, you know, fine, whatever. Yeah, I'll get some sleep. And, and, and sleep. this is, this is your brother, Sheldon. Lamont, actually. Oh, the forgotten brother. brother. I know, the forgotten <laughs> no. brother. He was home he was for there. some he reason. Wow. I don't, I don't know why, but he was home. It's because Purdy oh, was gone. Like, no, That's no, why no, he was yeah. home. We need some real... I'm literally shocked. That's fantastic. Okay. I know. Lamont, oldest brother, was there. And so I decided to get some sleep and just sleep right through my alarm. And I wake up to what I thought was golf ball-sized hail falling on my house. I'm just like, what is going on? Someone is trying to break into my room at this moment. And I'm on the second floor. And I'm like, it, I mean, it takes me. I'm a hard sleeper. It takes me a good few minutes to to realize what's happening yeah i think it was bruce cooker was banging on my window and i'm on the second floor so somehow they found uh <laughs> they find a ladder and they're just wailing on my window trying to get me to wake up oh my goodness and i'm i look at the clock and it's like three o'clock or something I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm making this wait at least an hour or so Right. So, I, I mean, I jump out of bed. I'm moving quicker than I've, I mean, like I said, I'm a floater. I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. moving quicker than I've ever moved in my entire life. <laughs> Somehow get all my stuff together, just bolt out of the house. I'm getting razzed by Luke, Wes, Bruce, everybody just giving me heck about being <laughs> kind of a bum, trying to, trying to make them late and away we go right well, yeah willie so like, was on time he wasn't late so I don't yeah, know. willie played the night before i don't know yeah, I, don't I don't know, know what, what my problem was yeah. but i mean here i am all like kind of hyped that we lose this game ready to go to florida with my baseball buds and almost miss it yeah. i don't know i don't know what i would have done yeah so what was lamont doing this whole time was he just sleeping, sleeping as well sleeping he didn't i mean he didn't set a backup alarm he felt some responsibility for me, but not that much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got him to bed. He's alive. That's as far as I go. Right. Right. The rest was up to me and I failed miserably. <laughs> well, so luckily I made it. I remember that morning well and, and Wes Kime reminded me 
when he was in that he and Mark were kind of like the first cavalry to head over to your house to wake you up and get you going and figuring out what's going on. And we did get to the school very early, super early. Cause it's, you know, to get down to Sarasota, like what, 17, 18 hour drive plus your stops. So we were really trying to get out on the road. And of course, every central road trip starts with a prayer group prayer. Oh yeah. And that's where naturally that's where we realized Ty's die. Yeah. He's bless not that here. Bus. Yeah, usually there's a tall figure in this circle yeah. where Ty Stye once stood. So we had we had to go get we had to send Wes and Mark out to go figure out what's going on, and we we didn't know what was happening at the school. You know, I was standing back at the school as all this is unfolding. You know, what two miles away as crow flies. Mm-hmm. So you guys get back to the school like Wes and Mark and, and Bruce and, and you, it was, it was like an hour later. <laughs> was it just the four of us? I thought you all came to get me. Maybe we did because maybe we all just left from there. Did we leave from your place? That's what I was thinking, but I might be misremembering that. And the bus parked out front. Cause I thought they got you back. I thought you, they got that you might, back. That might've been what happened. And then uh, David Troyer was, was one of the guys, he had one of the vans and then I That's jumped right. in his van and we, were you in David Troyer's van or were you in I think Bruce's? I'm, I think I might've been in Dave's. That was the right one to be in. But well, you know what? I've got some memories of you from that trip in Florida. Do you? Yeah. I, I just had a new side note here. When we were down there for that baseball trip, we stayed in some, you know, a, a donor or someone connected to the school had offered this condo that we could stay as a baseball team, maybe like a three bedroom condo. <laughs> details are coming back now as I'm thinking of these different rooms and you know as we were like we had like three or four guys per room per bed mm-hmm. so they weren't bird. home or anything right it was just you had the place to yourself this was just like a vacation okay. home for them nice. yes yeah, so it was just our you know like baseball party house yeah yeah with Bruce with Bruce yeah yeah he was no, in the basement I'm sure. no Airbnb back then had they had to no. find this place uh, well that's the thing just yeah just through central people mm-hmm. you know just someone connected to the school and it was not, it was a nice little place, but I don't remember any other chaperones staying there other than Bruce. You know, like so there were some adults with us. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any other assistant coaches there other than Bruce. I don't either. Like I remember the other adults we've talked about, but they like mm-hmm. they, Derek's dad just would peace out during the day. He'd go do his <laughs> stuff down there, you know, because they have businesses down there. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, but this this condo it, it was it was well suited for us in terms of size, but we were all pretty well packed into these rooms, you know? And so like we got oh, sunburned. Yeah. I can just smell yeah. those rooms right now thinking about it. Like, you know, you get a bunch of sweaty dudes in a room and it's yeah. just that smell. That's, I don't know. It's right. unique. Right. We, we don't know how to properly bathe ourselves. <laughs> no. I got torched the very first day. No sunscreen. Oh. I mean, I'm like, it's February in, in Florida, whatever. Right. Sun's not that intense. Right. Just torched. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From head to toe. Obviously, no one looking over my shoulder telling me how not to be a moron. Well, you right. didn't have tan line right. Tim uh, rubbing you down with some lotion? I didn't. See, he I was there. I don't know why he wasn't. He talks the big talk, but yeah. does he walk the walk? No, he's he should be one of the Tropicana guys. Oh, he should. Yeah. yeah. No, he really should. But this, this condo, it, it was set up uniquely in that uh, it had a nice little living room with a TV and we were working like dogs at baseball with these double practices every day, two a day practices. And so by the time we'd get back to the condo, like at 
right before getting ready for dinner. We had just finished our second practice. Ty Stye's fried, as you said, we're hot. Like this, this we're not used to this stuff. <laughs> so Ty Stye, we were usually pretty easy, the two of the easier guys on the team. And we just had a lot of time, downtime, sitting on the couch while everyone else was getting ready for like dinner and all that stuff, you know. Okay putting gel in their hair and doing oh, this stuff. Yeah. You know what, the, you know what those guys, yeah. 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 Yep, absolutely. And so, Ty Stein and I would sit on the couch, and I, I haven't told anybody this, Tyler, but I love the show MXC, Most Extreme Challenge, because... <laughs> Who does not love that show? Only because of the hours that I spent with you during that spring break, watching that for like the first time on Spike TV. Did I introduce you to that? You sure did, Bob well, Gadoosh. No. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Right you are, Ken. <laughs> Ken you Blankenship. Yeah. Uh, LaDouche here. <laughs> Get it on. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah, man. That's crazy. To this day, I love watching MXC, and you yeah. can still get it on Amazon Prime with commercials. Okay. With commercials, yeah. uh, like seasons one through three. I was just about oh, to say that. Great show. Yeah. Do you remember spending that time in the living room with me? I do not. Okay. But I wish I did, because it sounds like a magical moment between the two of us. I just remember hearing so many funny one-liners for the first time, and I'm just like, oh my word, who's writing this stuff? <laughs> These people are, uh, like, they're very, very smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to guess that the noose bombs were sitting right beside us. I bet that they were. Because they had basically an allergy to the sun, if you remember that. Mm -hmm. Lathering on their 70 SPF, yep. talking about how they can't be out in the sun for more than... Yep. I don't know, 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Just sitting inside by themselves yep. for the duration of the rest of us were out by the pool doing, you know, God knows what. Well, uh, yeah. And some, I'm, just, I'm just hanging out. Yeah. Some of us were actually uncovering more out by that pool. And, and that, that is a nice detail of this condo, Jeremy, is that it had a pool. Oh, man. You yeah. guys were living it up. Man, I should have I should have stayed on the baseball team, well, it sounds you like. You should have. Holy Again, cow. That's why, that's why Sully only played on the years yeah. that we went down to Florida. Yeah. And Bruce was enjoying the pool yeah. until, oh, really? until he walked out in one moment. And he saw some things. But before, before we talk about what he saw, I think it's important that everyone understands that this was a private area. It was fenced. Yes. And, you, and one could make the comment that it had a very spa-like feel. Okay. And so that can really, that type of environment can lead someone to feeling pretty free. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let loose a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And to make it more about like health and wellness and not about like gratuitous nudity. Okay. Yeah. It's like a sauna. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So mm -hmm. Derek Troyer, myself, who, who else? Who I was, else? Enjoyed? I was thinking that Maddie. And I think, I think Matt too took part. did too. Yeah. We stripped down naked out back around the pool with the rest of the baseball team out there and we laid out on these lounge chairs sunning ourselves like mm -hmm. full body sunning yeah. ourselves and it was just hilarious because you'd see like baseball player baseball player naked kid baseball player <laughs> <laughs> you know naked yeah. Derek <laughs> and we thought we like we thought it was hilarious there was a big private fence like no one could see anything yeah. like this was yeah. just locker room locker, stuff I was just gonna say that's what less than you'd see in a locker room trying yeah. to trying to sun up your bum a little bit and uh you know those beach chairs with the with the slots and you know having yeah. to uh carefully stick something between that and <laughs> yeah. uh, I look over and Luke's like oh boy I need to uh, be careful what I think about here <laughs> yeah we, we, we were going through all the ground rules and all that yeah 
Nobody talk about Andrea. Right. <laughs> you don't want to get I'm stuck. Not sure, you I'm not sure if that timing works out or not. I think it does. It doesn't quite. But oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's a good reference. Anyway. She would appreciate it. But we but then we hear the sliding door open from the back, and um, Bruce walks out, and he has seen us. He's seen the three of us, you know, <laughs> nude. And again, we're mostly just show, showing off buttocks. Like we're uh-huh. laying, we're laying on our stomachs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he had a very stern warning for us and he just said, guys, that is not what we're here to do. Get covered up. I don't want to see this behavior again. Oh, no, he shut it down. And I'm just here to say Hard. that he never saw that behavior again. Mm-mm. That trip. That trip. That trip. Of course. Yeah. yeah, we did shut it down. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going the other way there for a second. I thought he was going to join you guys. He's working on, he's working on his tan. A little uh, baseball camaraderie. He, right. he wasn't having it, though. Right. Any other stories about down there? Well, so we were supposed to, we were set up to play a game against the local high school team. Yeah. And we get there and they play the games of night, of course, because it's hot as hell during the day. And we get there and they're playing a game. We're like, this is kind of weird. What what are we doing here exactly? And <laughs> Watching it's, them play. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're getting warmed up and... Bruce is probably talking to the other coach, trying to get the skinny on what's happening. Right. And it's it's close to the end of the game, and they have a talk, and they're like, well, uh, when we planned this, we didn't know we had a game. It was a makeup game, but uh, we'll still play you. But uh, we have games coming up, so we don't have any pitchers to pitch you. We're like, okay, so what are we going to do? Well, uh, I'm, I'm the coach. I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll pitch the game. Like, <laughs> <What>? Okay. <laughs> so... You can imagine all their players not having this. We just played a game, and we're playing right. this rum-dum team from Ohio. Like, we right. have to stay. Right. Uh, yeah, great. We did pulled in two so, vans. What is this? Yeah, so we play two innings, I think. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. We play, like, two innings. Uh, ben Nussbaum just hits a dong just halfway up the the light pole yeah everyone's <laughs> looking big, around is like big this big. is gonna be the best season of all time <laughs> right, 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 i was like right. oh wait shoot no it's it's against a coach never mind uh, but still impressive <laughs> oh it's batting practice yeah so and this is the only game we have planned for the entire trip down there i think mm-hmm. the whole trip the whole and, trip and just got bamboozled yeah, by yeah. This makeup and it's wow. like okay so we play two innings where we where we see a, a coach pitch and then they take off and we have an inner squad, which is essentially what we did most of the practices. Right. So it was quite a letdown. Yeah. But, uh, so weird how that shakes out. That's crazy. I, I completely forgot about that until you mentioned that. And now I remember circling up around Bruce out out by that that one area by their field. And he was like, well, guys, yeah, they had a game. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, we saw that. <laughs> so did they say we're only going to play two innings or after two innings, they're all just like, "Ah, eh, we're done. See ya. I, I think they just checked out. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. we don't feel like being here anymore. We, all of my players would like to go home. Yeah. So wow. we're going to, we're going to dip out. Kudos to them for trying a, a little yeah. bit. Uh, yeah. At least thanks for giving us that much, but right. it's all they had. Yeah. My, more of my members come from pitching with you behind the plate. Really? Kind of switched back between you and Andy. Mm-hmm. And I'd say you were probably my first choice. Oh, you thank little, you. You're welcome. We are, I think I feel like our battery was, was pretty effective. Yeah. I was never a uh, lights out, you know, heater type of pitcher. But uh, but you were accurate. That was, was accurate. That's yeah. what I had going for me. I had a 
had a funny little uh, throw the funny one throw the uh, funny Todd was. <laughs> had a funny little uh, knuckle change that uh, could throw hitters for a loop but uh, I always appreciated your attention to detail of uh, guiding me a little bit you know where exactly you wanted the pitch right and all of that right yeah because we were working in calls you know so that I would tell you where to place it you know Jeremy mm-hmm. sometimes you know in the movies when you just like throw the two fingers between your mm-hmm. legs you know yeah well nowadays thanks to like the Molina brothers. You know, you can do a bunch of different signals to tell the pitcher, like, location, what all these oh, different wow. things. It's, get, it's a little bit more complicated. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so that's what Tasta was able to handle as we were putting in. Would you ever just throw, like, a middle finger just to be funny? Only uh, if you want me to hit the hit the I batter. Think, I think that was. Oh, that, yeah. that actually was a sign. No, it well, was. I, yeah. I had that happen to me one time. No. Are you serious? That you got hit? Mm-hmm. Against Dalton. Which, uh, growing up, I went to Kinder Elementary and then, you know, switched over to Central. So I had a bunch of Dalton friends and stuff. I had to go back and forth, football games and, and whatnot, and kind of grew apart from some of the guys in my class. And for some reason, they just had it out for me. I, I think it was uh, Summer League oh. one year, maybe. Oh, no. And uh, I don't know if these names are going to ring a bell. Dan Tolbert and uh, Chris Cease were the battery Ooh. at the time. Dan Ooh. Tolbert. He was a... Uh, he could Isn't throw that hard. a candy bar? Dan to- yeah, that does <laughs> Toblerone. Like a- oh, okay. Toblerone. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what it is. All right. So you're Toblerone. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, for some reason, they hit it out for me. So they uh, years later, because at the time when I got hit, I, I kind of sniffed it out. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I talked to the ump about it. He's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't think so. No, no, no way. Right. He's like, I think they're throwing at me. <laughs> right. But uh, years right. later, he told me, he's like, yeah, I, I put the middle finger down. Right. And it was just a fastball square to the middle of the back. And oh. I felt that one for yep. a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I was going to say, yeah. what does that feel like to be hit by a fastball? It feels, like, it feels bad. <laughs> did you have a bruise or anything? Oh, or yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that one almost hit me right in the spine. So I was feeling that one for, oh, for weeks. Oh, my goodness. And uh, I, th- I think you could use your own... Uh, <laughs> Backs, back uh, no, do it to myself. Yeah. I think yeah. I think I probably went to Kyle Emick to uh, yeah, I get to give me a couple yeah. adjustments yeah. so I can uh-huh. feel better. Back to the source, but uh, I think wow. I think Tolbert was hitting mid eighties, so uh, I felt it. Yeah. I felt that one. Yeah. And I, you remember me in high school? I was I was kind of a rail, so uh, yeah, not a lot of meat to uh, absorb that that heater, right? So yeah, so yes, the middle finger is definitely definitely a thing. No, it, it is, but for us, it wasn't so much an automatic try to hit the guy. It was just put it up high and inside and let him know that like, we we have control. Brush him off the plate. Yeah, like yeah. Hey, we can throw the ball where we want to throw the ball. So please respect this process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the next pitch is going to be low and outside, and you're not going to be able to touch it. Right, right. You know, now sitting here looking at you as we're talking, I now remember the face, the poker face that you had out on the mound. You know, and you were just a guy that wasn't flappable, you know, and you wouldn't really laugh much. But I do remember coming out, if if you ever needed a break and you were maybe in a tight spot, my hope was always to get a snicker out of you. I never actually talked baseball with you when I came out to the mound. I don't know if you remember that. That's accurate. I would always try to get you to laugh because I'd never see a laugh. Anyway, you were always in the moment. And so I felt if I could get you to reset a little bit, you could forget about some of the things that got you into that moment. Probably true. I'm not sure if it was a uh, unflappable characteristic or more just uh, apathy. <laughs> really? <laughs> just, I'm out here just doing my thing and yeah, just gunslinging. What will be? What will be? Yeah. So I, I needed I needed the extra the comedy to uh, you know, to reset me. Sure. So another reason why I appreciated you behind the behind the plate. Well, thank you. Yeah, I wasn't fishing, but thank you. <laughs> 
That's got, a that's you, a thirty rut joke. You got it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Now who who decides who comes out to the mound? Is that the catcher that does it, or who decides? Most of the time, I think that's catcher. Okay. I don't think I ever called you out, or it might be. Uh, I don't know. Did uh, Todd or Bruce ever just for change nudge you out? I think uh, it was mostly you. Yeah, I I had some coaches that would like signal to me, "Hey, go talk to your pitcher." But that's kind of like hot stove stuff. And by the time you're in high school, you, that's a part of being a catcher is you need to know your crew and when you need to go out there. Yeah. And then if the if the like the coach is coming out, then that means that like there's probably going to be a change or like we're talking about a specific play. And then I think the umps watch and make sure that you're not delaying the game with uh, all these mound visits. Okay. I was going to say, would you ever just go out to just be like, Hey, what are you doing after school? You got some homework and like the right, second base right, person right. comes in shortstop. You know how sometimes you see that on TV. Right. Do, do you, you feel like doing like other people? Do and, you feel like doing some new tanning after yeah. the game? <laughs> or, uh, yeah. What I hear, heard there's a marathon of MXC you want to you dip into. <laughs> right. I think that's what I would be doing. I'd just be like messing around. Yeah. But I guess when you're, you're in the moment in an actual game, you're probably a little bit more serious most of the time. But I'll, I'll tell you what, I've seen it go both ways you know you got your Bryce Schleyballs getting lit up with a foul ball to the chest and you got you know baseball's yeah. a, rare, a rare sport in that regard it, it's like full intense in some moments and then pretty laid back in other moments yeah all depends where you play yeah which is exactly why I wanted to pitch right I don't want to be out in left field just uh twiddling my thumbs wondering what's going on in there right I want to, want to be on the action you've always been a guy on the action what was your third? Did you actually have a third sport, or were you actually was that actually a good joke about choir being your third one? Oh no, choir would be my fourth. That was okay. a third sport. I did. <laughs> I thought you meant choir was your third sport. And I was like, yeah, central, yes. <laughs> uh, at central, that is considered a yeah, sport. Right. It's probably the, the first priority sport. <laughs> Mercy letter. No, I was uh, uh, soccer, basketball, baseball. Oh yeah, soccer. Of then course, choir. I knew that. Yeah, I just couldn't think of it. Yeah. My, yeah, yeah. I actually, I quit my uh, freshman year for some reason really and then yeah i was uh sitting on this on the in the stands all year and hating life so i went back out for uh for sophomore year so but yeah soccer basketball baseball basketball years high school we actually when we actually had a ninth a freshman team was eric bune okay and he was uh he, you guys your team because when, when did you come into central my sophomore year sophomore year okay so yeah. uh he was a phenomenal coach we went like 14 and two that year, had seven guys. Wow. And our fifth starter was Josh Pedrozo. Okay. So. Yeah, the Kingsway transplant there. Yeah. Yeah. Transplant, Kingsway. And then sophomore year was a lot of shaking around on the uh, varsity team. Really? And I ended up playing varsity that year. Okay. With and your brother then? With right? my brother. Wow. Yeah, Prudy okay. must have been so proud, and Dean was, I'm sure, tickled. Yeah, they only had to go the one game every week, <laughs> so to save some time. Dean's like Prudy. They finally done it. <laughs> they finally done it. Well, Prudy P and the Dirty D, I believe your class used to used to call them. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Prudy P and Dirty D, uh, greatest supporters. Um, same thing. Junior year was when Henry quit, and we made it to the regional finals. That we lost, as we as we said, and then right. so Keener was uh, was coach. Remember freshman year, towards the end of the year was when some of us were brought up to the JV team. 
and I believe Wayne Ressler yes. was coaching. And you were on the JV team. Yes, Luke, as a sophomore. As a sophomore. Yeah. And something happened. You broke your arm. In Ritman. Yeah, we were playing Ritman. It was during a game? Yeah. Okay. So it was one of the last games, maybe the last game of the year. Yeah. And it's at home, mm-hmm. and we're coming down to last seconds of the game. Right. I haven't so, played in weeks. I haven't played in weeks. I'd broken my arm in Ritman. Still has a cast on. Cast or is on my arm. I think it probably okay. had that, it probably had to be a soft cast. And yeah. You're dressing really though play. and sitting on the bench. Is that? But by this time, yeah, I, 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 could I had returned to practice. Okay. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So Luke, because of his cast, Marcus and I hadn't played the entire game because we were we were just brought up. And so game was out of hand, last seconds, and decided to bring us in, including Luke. Right. Because I couldn't really catch a ball. Like, I, I actually didn't have a soft cast. I still had the hard cast, but it was wrapped. Mm, and I okay. only showed up to practice to be defensive. Okay. I was wondering how they let you let and you I go mean in. defensive. Like, I would yell at people and I was offended. No, no. <laughs> I just to play defense. It's what I would... But, um, yeah, so there's, so I, I was never really expecting to get, go okay. in. Wayne just said, Hey, why don't you put on the Jersey for tonight? And I was like, please put me in one time. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. so we're just kicking it on the end of the bench, the entire game. Right. And it comes down to the, to the wire. Uh, I think the game was out of hand though. So, uh, there's like, we'll say seven <laughs> seconds left and he decides to put all three of us in. At least there might've been somebody else in there as well. And we huddle up and Marcus Luke and I are about to go in and Wayne just turns to everyone. He's like, we're going to run a play. <laughs> and he's not clearly is not specific enough about it. He just turns to us and says, I think we all know who the ball is going to. <laughs> and everyone, you know, looks around and is like, yeah, obviously it's Luke. Yeah. The kid with the broken arm. <laughs> who's going to, who's going to throw up a one handed shot. It's going to yeah. be hilarious. Everyone's going to love it. Center video. <laughs> so yes, ball gets inbounded. Some point it gets it gets passed to Marcus, or maybe he receives the inbound, and he just takes it to the hole, yeah, Marcus. and just flails up a shot. Doesn't even have a chance of going in. And the buzzer buzzer sounds, and we all just look at him like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And he puts his hands up in the air. What? 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 We're like. Luke's in the game, man. Yeah. Like, who? What did you think he meant when he said, "You know who the ball's going to"? <laughs> so Marcus is probably just out in left field, just oh, not even yeah. listening. Oh, yeah. and just steals your moment. Right, right. No, yeah, he he definitely did. He. Definitely I don't know if did. I ever asked you how you felt about that. I in the moment I was a little bit flabbergasted because I was set up, I was ready to go because you know I it, the pass had to be perfect for me to catch it and shoot it. Sure. And the other team probably wasn't expecting the guy with the handicap dudes gonna get the ball. Yeah, right? they were they were laughing. Yeah. They thought it was funny. I'm sure they were playing off of you. Yeah. Yeah. So the pass would have been there. Right. But I remember looking over at you because I was wondering how you were feeling. <laughs> like, was he pissed? Right. Was he just, you know, was confused? And right. you were just like. Kind of gave an eye roll and, and looked a little bit deflated, but just gave that look like, ah, oh, well. Yeah, you know, I gave it whatever. my best tie style is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's not coming back. It's like, well, we uh, missed the opportunity, but. Right, right. Marcus will be Marcus. Well, thanks to Marcus, it then encouraged me later on to go play Worcester Y League with, <laughs> with old Jeremy Kane. And, oh, yeah. And there we made up those missed basketball oh, yeah. shots for sure. And we had a lot of missed shots, yes. That is true. <laughs> Jeremy seems like the scrappy defender that you do not want on you. 
He is. Almost like a uh, yeah. Della Vadova type. Yes. Yeah. With, with the range of Ray Allen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He can just drill that <laughs> three-pointer on you. Drinking his three pots of coffee before the game. <laughs> just. <laughs> I mean, nobody a, knows how he's moving like that. <laughs> I, I, I will say I was scrappy because if I'd get pissed off, like, don't mess with me because there was one time the other team um, only had three players. They didn't have enough, oh, yeah, yeah. enough players. And they were talking shit to us the whole time, running their mouths. And we're like, you guys only have three players. We're playing five versus three. So I just full court press them the whole game. <laughs> the whole game. It was awesome. Don't talk about it. I'll, yeah. pick, I'll pick your pocket. <laughs> full full game. Baby. They were like, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, don't talk shit. Mm-hmm. So, so of all of all the sports you played, what about conditioning? Mm. I'd like to know which was the hardest conditioning for the sports. I'm guessing not baseball. But then, do you have any conditioning stories? Not baseball. The most difficult would definitely be soccer, but the most memorable has got to be basketball. Okay. So we always had. You guys remember the uh, the five k where you know Henry would be like you know come run the 5k and if you beat me which everyone was going to beat him <laughs> then you get to skip a, a day of conditioning that's right and we're like, yeah. well that sounds worth it yeah we'll, we'll do that yeah and some of us would loaf you know some of us would take it seriously but was there anybody that didn't beat him or is it I like i can't a, imagine was this no, like I, a I straight think, a t- like easy i mean test? i yeah. i think he was he was loafing himself okay it was a, every, everybody beat him yeah okay. and it was a great way for him to encourage community involvement yeah, to get him yeah, in that yeah, in 5K. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. yeah. But there was one one year during conditioning. It would have been Tyler Doss's senior year. Okay. So it would have been, there was a lot of expectations that year, if you remember. That's oh. when uh, Sean Hirschberger yes. transferred over. Okay, this is fantastic because, okay, the only reason you were at this conditioning is because you quit your freshman year of soccer because the basketball conditioning that's true was only non-soccer people and i was with you that's right i was there for this during soccer season Um, oh this is gonna be fun i can't can't wait to hear this (laughs) so we're about to do the mile and henry gets up there with everyone is like let's come up with a time that is realistic that everyone can get the mile under six minutes (laughs) 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 so of course you know I don't, I don't think anyone floated six minutes, but they're like, oh, yeah. obviously, yeah. Not, yeah. obviously yeah. not that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he probably would have. Yeah. But um, he was on soccer. He was on the soccer team. But somebody said seven minutes and Henry's like, mm, I don't That seems pretty unrealistic. I don't, I don't think so. Eight minutes. And I'm like, geez, I, I can get under eight minutes. Everyone should be able to. So I'm like, this is a joke at this right. point. We're so playing I'll, in six weeks, guys. Like, <laughs> come on. So as a stupid little freshman, I just blurred out. I'm like, 10 minutes just thinking it's a joke and henry <laughs> turns his head over and he's like who said that and me still thinking it's a joke not realizing that i'm about to get my ass reamed <laughs> i raise my hand like an idiot and i think tyler doss and sean hirschberger and maybe adam weaver turn around and it's like they just roll their eyes and shake their heads like mm-hmm. just thinking like this guy's dead Uh-oh. and henry's like well, I expect that from you. I'm like, oh, he's he's not joking. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I just I just mucked up. Right, right. And mm-hmm. we run the mile, and I mean, I I finished like fourth. <laughs> like, 
I was a good runner. Like I didn't loaf. I tried. Yeah. Obviously I wasn't, you know, half-assing it. And after we finished, he just rips me a new one, just yelling at me. We're trying here. We're taking this seriously. We're not being lazy. I can't believe that you would say that. Try to give everyone an out. And I'm like, but I finished it. Don't talk back to me. Sorry. Sorry that I tried. Sorry that I was joking. Uh, I'm not, I'm still not quite sure what I did wrong here, but I will never do it again. Wow. So that was, that's nine would have been an acceptable answer because eight was already floated out there and everyone's like, that's what I was wondering. That's what I was like. I was like, eight. too much. (laughs) Exactly. So that's what I was thinking at the time. I was like, okay, okay, eight, we're getting a little ridiculous here. Like, I think we can all run. Let's, uh, uh, this is apparently just a joke. <laughs> was not a joke. Was not. Nobody else is taking it as a joke. So right. learn my lesson very quickly. Those conditioning sessions were no laughing matter in terms of what we had to do. He had us out there on the road running up to, I, I forget what, what road we ran up to over by Sonnenberg. Up to Hackett. Hackett, Hackett and back. Running, and then, running those hills. Yeah. And then we had to do stuff there on the soccer field for like an hour. Sprints, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but then we'd play football. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I had had hands like bricks. I'd I'd be getting made fun of by Sean Hershberger for dropping all his passes and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, because Sean was the lunchtime football league MVP, so he had high hopes and big expectations. Yeah, That's hilarious. Which is funny because the game against... um, where did he transfer from? Heritage Christian. That's right. We won by one. Oh. And everyone was just like, ooh, yikes. <laughs> yikes. Like, at least we won. But for this uh, big wig to transfer over from the school and then us lose to them would have been, been terrible. Not sure what Henry would have done. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But did you ever have to play against the school you left? Like, did you ever have to go in and play against Dalton? In a... We did. Yeah. I only played against them once. That would have been my junior year district finals. You had to go on to, to regionals. Did, did uh, we you... were looking forward to that game okay. too. That's what I was wondering. Because, I mean, Dallin and Central kind of hated each other at that point. I remember we had, uh, it would have been the semifinals of districts. And we had we had played our game and we were on the sideline and we were watching. And uh, I remember Dalton was playing somebody. And uh, I remember Justin Stutz. Yeah. Big old guy. Yeah. And uh, he knew that we were over there, apparently. Oh. And he, you know, they scored. And he just turned over over right to us, looked us dead in the eye, all of us. And was like, yeah. And we were like, okay. Wow, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. What's uh, what's happening here? And then, so luckily we... Uh, we beat them the next game, but uh, that was that felt that felt nice. Okay, so you guys were to able take to take them down, right? Yeah, but I think that was the only time. Tyler, as we hear these stories from folks, we realize kind of what of a benign, great place Central is, you know, when compared to other high schools. And I do I do smile on the inside when I hear about some behaviors happening on campus that aren't necessarily great things, just because it's always. It's always good to hear the truth of what it, of of what something is. And so I'm just curious, Tyler, did you ever see or observe cuz I know you didn't participate, but did you ever observe or see any behavior on the central campus that might not be becoming of a central student? I remember one of the foreign exchange students we had for a year or two was uh Sung Yub Na. You remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, yes. son. Yeah. From and Korea, right? I believe South so. South Korea? Yeah. And he was uh he was a character. 
super smart, but uh, I don't think he quite bought into the whole central lifestyle. Right. The spiritual and aspects of uh-huh, uh, well, central uh, teaching. Putting yourself in a bubble and uh, not partaking in any uh, chicanery type of activities. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. I believe it was a PE class out with uh, Carolyn Brigner. Oh, and, he has uh, a history with Carolyn, by the way. But yeah, yeah he does. Is that right? Yeah. I wasn't sure that it extended any further. Well, she than, caught him uh, in this. the locker room <laughs> doing something one time. Um, but yeah, go on. Makes sense. But we were out there and of course, um, the middle school soccer field is usually where we did all of our phys ed stuff. Okay. And uh, he excused himself at some point. And I believe it was Marcus who found him, <laughs> you know, just need to go to the bathroom. Hey, Carolyn, can I, you know, take a break? Yeah. And uh, there's Sung smoking a cigarette <laughs> in the porta potty, <laughs> just chilling. Oh, probably, probably had to excuse himself, wheezing a little bit, and uh, oh, I need a quick uh, smoke break. Right. So yeah. How he got oh, away my. with not smelling like smoke, I have no idea. I mean, I was I was pretty sheltered at that point. Sure. Uh, Axe body spray does wonders. <laughs> that's probably. <laughs> Depending on the porta pot, it might not be the cigarette smell. Yeah, it's the most I know, offensive. Like, you never know. Of all the places, I know he was trying to go covert on this, but yeah. of all the places, a porta pot it, where you're inhaling, oh, and it's oh. pretty enclosed. I mean, you're gonna, you're, oh. gonna ba- you're gonna bathe in that smoke. So maybe what was that uh, Axe Body mm. Spray move? The uh, double chested. Uh, oh yeah, pit? there was like a whole yeah double chested. Yeah, yeah, it was a whole uh, X game <laughs> marketing campaign. Yeah, double chested. Oh my gosh, oh, that's that. crazy. So maybe maybe he pulled that move. I don't know. He I mean he pulled right. the wool over my eyes, but well, I, um, I, I I see I, I like I see what you're saying about the porta pot, but I raise you what the porta pot is is just a huge ashtray where <laughs> it is like gonna destroy all evidence that you just smoked. Yeah. So you can ash in it and you can put the cigarette butt in yes. there. And like, is Randy really gonna go out there and inspect? <laughs> Probably that blue not. that blue water with a little parliament floating on the top of it. Oh, yeah, it's gonna goodness. air it's gonna air itself out and. I so, mean, we're yeah. pro- odds are we're playing mushball right. that day, so just go back out to the outfield and just let it let himself air out. I wonder where got he, away with it. I wonder where he got that stick. I wonder where he got that tobacco stick. Oh yeah, that sin stick. Yeah, probably at Kidder and TNC bummed it off some Amish dude. You don't think he got it from some kid in our class, maybe? Or? Oh, who would who would be the uh, the culprits? Well, it would have probably been Bryce, who's on, who's on the short <laughs> well, list. I, yeah, I'm just thinking there's probably some connections there. Yeah. I, uh, there's a few names that I won't mention. But <laughs> Fair. He only got caught by Marcus. Only by Marcus, wow. as far as I know. Was that for the better? What's, what, is, what is it like getting in trouble with Marcus? Is he going to be like yelling at you, hold it over your head? <laughs> Marcus just went with it. Okay. No. Marcus had his fair share of, uh, of being a troublemaker. Okay. So, so he wasn't uptight? Nope. Marcus didn't join him. He, started he knew he had nothing to say. He, he had too many skeletons in his closet. Because your class, I wouldn't necessarily say is just cool people. Like I just look at their pictures in the yearbook and I just think tattletailers. Like they just look like tattletailers. That's probably accurate. Yeah. But that's just thinking me. someone in particular. Oh, a lot of people in particular, but you mm. won't bait me like that. No, sir. <laughs> Jason Bateman. You're not going to get me. It's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> the stereotype that our class was the coolest class. That's why, mm. I, you know, if you want to lift yourself up, you have no, to no, talk no. bad about I, others. I got you. Did you not, have you not learned that yeah, about sorry, life yet? I'm sorry. Yeah. I, mean, I should realize what the, what the podcast is about. <laughs> oh, Bring man. us down and lift you guys up. I could easily do that. But you were mean to your classmates. 
I know you pulled pranks on them. There were some. There were some. Uh, Josh Pedroso seemed to be some of the butt of our jokes sometimes. Yeah. I can't remember if I was particular, particularly involved in this one, but he had, he drove a f- little Ford car that we like to make fun of. One time he just went out and there was a railroad tie on top of his car. <laughs> just sitting on top. He's trying to leave school. School's over. Trying to go home and just like... What do I do with this? <laughs> I'm not sure who he got to help that thing off of it, but I think he sat there for an hour or two because no it was probably way. after soccer practice. Right. So people in the building are limited. Yeah. And everyone just and left ev- him. Everyone's, you know, scattering, trying to get home. <laughs> yeah. So. And I don't know if just like two high schoolers could lift that off a car. Yeah. Those are pretty Dude, heavy. Aren't those heavy? Those had some weight to them. Yeah. He surely, he surely wasn't doing it himself. Right. So, yeah, I remember those because those were out in the gravel parking lot. Everybody would you know, right. park right up on them. So yeah. they probably just grabbed it from there. Yeah. So what was, was what was the parking situation like your senior year? Was it a because for us it was a mad dash if you would get the asphalt part of the senior parking mm-hmm. or if you'd get the gravel, gravel part right. of the, the senior parking. I know that I wasn't part of the mad dash. I was I was rolling in there two minutes before school started. So I think I was always getting the uh, the gravel. You were the gravel, gravel guy. Part, yeah. Huh? yeah. Trying to run in there real quick. Did you ever have Prudy for a sub? Prudy was my favorite substitute teacher. Was she? I know oh, that yeah. I know that she was Kyle Emick's favorite. Well <laughs> yeah. you know how many times Prudy sent Kyle to the principal's office i think kyle like every like to mess with my mom more than she probably deserved it, I think, it wasn't as much uh, as judy miller fred's oh, wife judy. oh my but, goodness but judy and prudy the two of them for sure with kyle and Mick. yeah crazy but continue i remember a story that i mean my mom's going into sub all she's doing is putting in a, a vhs of course you know watch a video yeah let you know let it be and I think Kyle Emick decided it'd be really funny to hide this videotape. <laughs> so try get a, get Prudy on her toes, figure out what to do. So she's just looking all over the place. And I think Kyle's just laughing his ass off. <laughs> Quietly, of course, because he doesn't want to get noticed. Right. But she's just looking up, down, and sideways, looking for this tape. And he's, I mean, you know, Kyle, he's yeah. just, <laughs> he's just laughing. Yeah. And she's driving herself crazy. And I'm not sure that she deserved that that treatment, yeah, but no, Kyle, Kyle was going to give it to her. Oh, yeah. You know? I yeah. can just hear, hear her saying Kyle's name. She'd be like, Kyle, I can't say it, but I can just hear that over and over. Because she said it so many times because she'd always have to say, Kyle, like in that, <laughs> in that tone. And you know when Prudy's being stern, but right. Kyle was unaffected. Yeah. Right. Pretty yeah. much by anybody. Oh, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. She, she so grew to just expect it because she, after a while, she'd just be kind of like smirking, like half smiling a little bit. Like, what's he going to do now? She would, yeah. It was, it, she played along well yeah. with it. Yeah. She was always nice to have in the, uh, in the school, working in the office. Yeah. Of course, Fridays, I mean, you could always buy, you know, extra pizza day. Oh, so I'd yeah. I'd always mo- mosey on down there. Get hey, you mom. extra money. There's a stuffed crust pizza day. You got a buck. The stuffed crust. You got a buck on you. Hey, mom, uh, they got those uh, cookie ice cream sandwiches. Oh, got an extra buck on you. Yep. Yeah. Of course, she would always give in. Did you ever get out of any trouble because of just who you were, like associated with, like, or just 
anything look the other way? I don't think so. There were there were a couple of times where my name would come up in the office and she'd sheepishly be like, mm, yeah, this yeah. is my son. Okay. You know, what, what's what's going on here? Okay. Right. Um, I didn't know if it came with any perks, any pr- prudy perks. They, yeah. they may have lessened the uh, the punishment. Blows, I remember my yeah. oldest brother, Lamont, somebody followed him into school one morning because he was speeding. No way. And yeah, someone oh, like who... a pedestrian, someone else. And pa- um, passing him going the other way. Oh, no. And just, just did a U-turn real quick there on Hackett and followed him in and... No. And got the make and model and license plate and went to the office and told on him. Are you what? serious? So they go over the loudspeaker. Like, hey, uh, Maroon Beretta license plate, such and such, you know, please come to the office. And again, pretty sheepishly is like, that's, that's, that's my son. My oh son. My yeah. God. You know, what's, what's going on? And what's going on? I mean. That's insane. I still am flabbergasted over by somebody did a UE to come turn him in. Right. That's I, insane. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he was speeding way more than he should have been, but true, I mean, you know, get a life. Right. continue on your yeah. way. Right. I mean, you can tell when people are speeding, but like not enough to actually know, no, you know? Right. He, unless he was really booking it. Which he probably was, but <laughs> okay. the me and Shell probably made him late. Well, I think next time I see Lamont, which isn't very often, I'm going to ask him if he remembers who, who turned him in and then we'll have yeah. to go talk to them. Yeah. Figure out just how fast that was because that is kind of overstepping quite a bit. I don't think they ever find out. Oh really? Who was the one? It was just some ra- yeah random just, random citizens arrest. Wow! Those and I'm sure that guy that told on him probably has never sped in his or her life. So mm-hmm. God bless them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a life. Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> Looking through the yearbooks here at the old mini term, part of my research is uh, I found it very interesting that your freshman year. You're a lone wolf in one of these many terms. <laughs> That's right. Your freshman year, teaching apprenticeship. Yeah, that was my first choice, of course. Yeah, it sounds like it. And looking at this group of gals and one oh. guy, which is you, is just interesting. I'm just going to read them off here because it's such a small small group here. Okay. And I'm, I'm interested to find out how you got on this uh, say say Sylvia Huli because I'm pretty sure I was dating her at the time and I'm I'm almost positive she was in that wow okay. so that was like a number three maybe pick. she took this photo because okay. she's not in the photo oh yeah that's she might have been gone one of the days I don't know. okay <laughs> yeah so we got Sarah Bontrager who was in our class okay. Carrie Anderson as well Jennifer Weaver Missy Dutcher oh Andrea Ressler Danae Keene and then right on the end of this Ty Sty. Now, and all g- of those make sense, <laughs> except for me. <laughs> yeah. Now, what was going on here? Because in this um, description, this lovely description that they wrote here, I mean, it sounds like you were teaching learning center learning center students. That's right. And one day you even roller skated with them? Oh. oh. What I remember most was just assisting, and then I felt kind of awkward. I was looking around thinking, you know, what am I doing here? Because <laughs> there would be nap time. Oh. And what we would do with the little kids is they were like, what we'd like to do is during nap time, we give them back rubs to help them fall asleep. I'm like, uh-uh. okay, I guess I'm doing this. <laughs> and I just sit there and I do like 
two hand like double back rubs on these yep. kids and i'm like you know whatever i'm good with kids i like kids whatever yeah. it's but uh, i feel like maybe i don't belong here <laughs> <laughs> everyone else this seems like their cup of tea wow i got gypped a little bit so that was actually my third choice okay but, but once again you've been doing back work all throughout yeah. high school there does seem but, to be but, a trend it, here it's very interesting wow. it's very you've <laughs> always had the healer's touch it's possible i should have gone into massive therapy yeah yeah um in college that's something <laughs> you're an impressive guy <laughs> but i think at the, that was actually my third choice for mini term and they stuck me in it and i believe at the time um i was dating sylvia hooley who i think was also in that mini term okay so okay. i think we kind of we talked and it was like, hey, yeah. I think I'm going to put this as one of my choices. I was like, fine, I'll put that as one of my choices as well. I'll put that as my last choice. For yeah. some reason, the other ones seemed to be uh, all filled up, and I got chosen for a teacher apprenticeship. Wow. Now, you you were a freshman at this time? I was a freshman. Because our good buddy Jeremy here has a really good theory about how that works out. Okay. Yeah, you were just, you're slightly off there, and I know you had some obligations yeah. it sounds like this some is, female obligations to uh -huh. put that third choice down and this is why we wanted to talk to you to tell you the error of your ways yeah you, that third choice you should have picked a banner as well all three of them got to be banners so you as a freshman you come in put marine bio down there on third yep second put lauraville ski and your first choice actually put what you want you're not going to get lauraville ski or marine bio as a freshman put that first choice up there whatever you want and that's what you're gonna get hmm so i got duped you by got duped by sylvia the female Hooley. persuasion yeah i was too much of a girlfriend guy yeah. that i uh, i paid the price but what's funny is that the central gods whoever chooses these i don't think we've ever found out who actually picks no who's on these mini terms hidden, if it's teachers or from what us the whole time yeah yeah but the central gods i'll just call them that right um it's i just find that funny that they're like yeah Let's put Ty Sty in this one. Right. He, he won't put up a fight. <laughs> yeah. He'll be fine with it. You guys, That's right. Let's put him in there. That's right. And it's great that you guys were able to get in as a couple because I do believe they would keep track of that as best they could to make sure that couples weren't in many terms together. That's a good point. Maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, that now that we are talking about it, I think we both, Sylvia and I, as a couple, put that as one of our choices and I think she got picked for something else, and I got put in the oh, teacher apprenticeship. You got left there. Wow. And I was like, Sylvia, WTF. So, sophomore year was auctions, antiques, and collectibles oh. with good old Bob Raber. Bob, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good mm -hmm. one. Which, I felt bad for him. Because he knew that he had a group that was not into it. <laughs> we played more scum. You remember that? Oh, that the card, card game? game yeah. We played more scum than I think any of us have ever played in our entire lives. <laughs> we went to the Kidron auction where they're, I mean, you know, auctioning off cows, you yeah. know, making jokes, whatever. Yeah. And I think they saw us so honed in on our scum game that the auctioneer actually made mention of us. Playing cards. Being yeah. there and not paying attention. Playing cards. Playing cards. While well, he's auctioning off these cards. Like, hey, man, 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 we yeah. got some boys over here doing some very good scum work. And really getting into it. So, so, so. And then um, junior year, I was lucky enough to uh, get Marine Bio. Okay. I feel like being a three-sport guy, I kind of had um, the mm. end on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because so, that was... Yeah. 
Because what would have affected that? Being in basketball or baseball? I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the sports guys kind of got a little bit more grace with uh, marine bio. With, yeah, with getting picked from marine bio. Right, because they couldn't pick the cool mini terms that left during that time in the winter. Like the basketball team couldn't exactly. do clearly Canadian like I did where yeah. I went and skied for two weeks. Couldn't spend the extra two weeks after break going away right. away basketball stuff. Right. So I, I, I feel like that was in my favor and uh, Josh Pedroso and Marcus Rogers also yeah. got picked for that. Was that still a banger? Because our class, that was a really fun mini term for them. That was that was amazing. Yeah. I mean, I w- we were all pretty stoked to be chosen for that. Um, we had a decent group. That one I actually did get put in with one of my girlfriends, Shannon Raymer. Okay. Remember her. Okay. So they didn't they didn't uh, stick to that rule yeah. for that one. Okay. Tony Amicangelo was part of that. Yep. John Sherwood, Marcus Rogers, Josh Pedrozo, and I believe we had Sylvia Hooley. Okay. Abby Hart and Andrea Wrestler, and I might be mixed, missing right. somebody, but and twelve snorkels. And twelve snorkels. <laughs> and we had we had the time of our lives. We were uh, we had this whole competition with trying to drink it, see who could drink as many monsters as oh, they could. the energy drink. The energy drink. Yeah. We thought we were big stuff. Yep. Uh, going after the local 7-Eleven, loading up on monsters. Yep. Expecting to be, you know, bouncing off the walls, and it was it was underwhelming, to say really? the least. Yeah. But, but uh, we thought we were pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, J-Ho was there. Jason oh, Horst. Yes. yes. I remember that, because... Yeah. Uh, I was, like I said, I was dating Shannon at the time. And um, so, I, you know, I'd have her lather up my back with some sunscreen. Sure. You know, help me out. Yep. And in uh, steps in Jason and asks her to uh, lather him up. Oh. And like, J-O, what, what are we doing here? You don't wow. know how this works? Yeah. And uh, Shannon being the nice gal that she was, no. I, think, I think she did it. No, uh, she did. With you watching? Yep. With, no. I can't remember if I was right there, but... But that, that's hilarious that he came in so bold and just uh, asked right right there, like, hey, just can you put this no on? No hesitation. Yeah. It's okay. Like, where, where do you get off, man? Right. Right. So, I, I should have checked him, but it, you know, right. I didn't. He's just trying to lather up, lotion up. <laughs> but I always loved the uh, the house rule for the, for the toilets. I don't know if you guys remember this. Mm-mm. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. Yep. It was my first experience ah. with really... The real penny pincher, sure, type of lifestyle. Yeah, there, there was like actually a sign for this. No, it was. Oh, it was, just it was the they were trying to uh, cut down on the water cost, mm-hmm. trying to keep it as cheap as possible. So wow, they just made it the house rule, mm-hmm. which okay, I didn't care. But it was, well, I would have just done them all, just left them all. You know, <laughs> save save them extra water. I, be, I bet Marcus did. <laughs> yeah, get some yeah. porta pot out there and not worry about it at all. <laughs> it smells like Smell everything. A little bit like parliaments now was this the same summer that you went for baseball down to florida as well it was that was uh so you went to florida twice that summer yeah whoa that was well i guess we didn't go to florida for baseball in the summer that would have been what spring 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 break break. okay same year spring break yep wow that was so cool were you late for the launch of that trip (laughs) it was not i made (laughs) that one on time i think they went at a reasonable time okay have lacy sage banging on the door you know i think lacy sage was there as well i think she was on the mini term i can't remember how many people were i remember the first day that we went snorkeling though i was uh i went down first thing i saw was a stingray right in my face oh so i just you know took a little little bit i was just playing with it and it 
came right up and uh, and stung me. Are you serious? What? Yeah, and I didn't know anything. Yeah, so I turned to Von Trock and I was like, <laughs> "Should I do something? Like, what's what's happening here?" Yeah, was Does this it... after Steve Irwin had already passed? Because <laughs> I'd be freaking no, out. That was this before. I, I remember when that that was before. Yeah, yeah that's that, that didn't happen until I was in uh, at Heston. Okay. College, yeah. Wow. But uh, like oh six, he said he said no big deal. Don't worry about it. So yeah, up was... until that point, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But did the barb hit you in the arm? It was, it was right in the hand. I didn't. I didn't see anything that yeah. actually came out of the stingray. Right. So it was just like a little, just a little poke. And yeah. That was it. And then uh, senior year was games with guys and gals with oh, yeah. Carolyn. Yeah, that's a good which one. Which that one is actually yeah. pretty fun. Student yeah. favorite. I think for the most part we stuck around Central. Yeah. I don't. I can't remember if we ever went anywhere. No. The dynamics of your class, and I know it changes from year to year, Ty Stye, I get it, and especially with a private school, transfers in, transfers out, you know, it almost seems more fluid than a public school in some degree. But looking back at your class, you guys had some individuals that were polarizing, if I may say so. They, you know, you guys, we've got some bad blood here, I think, down the line. We were a bit clicky, a bit divisive. I would say the click that I typically ran with, we weren't too inclusive. There were quite a few people that you'll look through the yearbooks, 2002, 2000, 2003, 2004, that you're not going to see in the 2005 yearbook that oh. didn't graduate with us. Yeah. That oh. ended up leaving. Some of, uh, some of them were extenuating circumstances. Some of them were possibly because of us. Okay. Um, I feel like I was fairly inclusive, but, uh, our class overall was a little clicky, um, but it, yeah, it kind of came to a head on sophomore year. Okay. Where we had a couple of new students, some that transferred in, uh, Chris Yutzi, yep. Brett Davis. Former bandmate of mine. Brett Davis? Yeah. Is that right? With Hutzpah, one oh. of the original members of Hutzpah. We practiced at Brett Davis's house. That makes sense. He could probably shred some licks. Yeah. 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 And um, David something can't remember his last name yeah but he was one of the more bad apples uh parents sent him to private christian school to try to straighten out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as you can imagine sometimes those those situations just don't don't quite work yeah. out yeah so the bread doesn't always rise yeah <laughs> so those three came in and kind of formed their own little clique within our group mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. likes of um kevin roth Wes Kime, I think, was oh, involved, yeah. but he kind of went back and forth. And Nathan Hirschberger, they kind of formed a clique, and we had our clique with me, Dan Zakor, Marcus Rogers, Kevin Mass, Josh Pedrozo. Um, the storms are gathering. Yep. Yeah, I like there this. Are two storms. There's and a lot of click and clack going yeah. on here. <laughs> yeah. I, for the most part, was friendly on both sides. Okay. Um, but some of the others were not. So you were like but the I diplomat of your group? I tried to be, but it yeah, just didn't the, work the out. The ambassador. Things didn't work out. Uh, so as you can imagine, won't name names, but some of the other ones, not so inclusive in yeah. my group. We seemed to get a little heated at times where we uh, weren't exactly seeing eye to eye and there were some, uh, some heated moments. And it apparently went on long enough and got to the point where the faculty started to notice. No way. Where... I think there were even some things said, like not real threats, but just like, like, hey, you know, 
I'm going to beat you up type of thing. Right. You know, okay. and, and like, there's some real fights. Said in different yeah, words. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I actually hate you and I want you to get out of my face and, you know, yada, yada, that type wow, of thing. Right. Okay. Dude, I'm so, getting excited. I, yeah, in this high is school, new, this is this like is the fun stuff. Us. This right. is new yeah. to us. And yeah. you just want to puff up your chest a little bit. And, uh-huh. So there were, yeah, so there were, there was talk back and forth quite often. And it got to the point where the faculty actually told us that, hey, we need to hash this out. And they dragged us over to the fellowship building at Kidron Mennonite, <laughs> the two groups. So of all places, uh-huh. it's, they, so you guys were like walking in a line, like across the road. <laughs> like I don't remember went, exactly how they, insane. but it was probably a big group. Yeah. Um, yeah. Henry Bune was like the main mediator, yeah. as you probably could guess. As it should be. And then our class... Um, leaders or officers or whatever oh, you call yeah. them we had yeah. bix Your mark sponsors. bixler sponsors yeah and melissa rhodes Whoa. which were they two, actually two phenomenal officers actually they right. were they made a big they deal out of this well they knew it was possibly going to blow up gonna happen. in some form or fashion oh, like we man. need we need to head this off this is a central fight that could have been it sounds yeah. like yeah i yeah. mean this is the private christian school version of a you know, in a class fight. Yeah. Sure. sure. I'm sure this looks much more ugly right. <laughs> at an right. actual public school, but this is the stuff they had to worry about right. at uh, at Central Christian. They take us over to the fellowship building and we're sitting down in this in this basement room and they essentially just ask, like, you know, what's going on here? We recognize that there's some bad blood here yeah. and we need to hash this out what's happening what what are you guys seeing on both sides and how can we resolve this so we kind of go around i think i talked for us and they might have actually had everyone talk but um i'm not exactly sure what their beef was or what ours was (laughs) right right Um, they just didn't like each other they just didn't they didn't like how we acted Yeah, yeah Um, the problem is your face. That's the problem. <laughs> right. I, I can't tell you how many times yeah, I've said Chris that to <laughs> Yeah, that face of yours. Take this as you will, but they, I remember them saying, they're like, why are you guys so touchy-feely? <laughs> oh. And we're like, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our clique, we just like, you know, nothing outrageous, obviously, but we just... They we thought just you were friends. emotional or something? Something. Yeah. I, I don't know. And... Um, but for some reason that seemed to draw some bad blood between the two of us or the two groups. Right. And we just fought a lot, seemingly no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Other than we just did not like each other. Yeah. Philosophical reasons, maybe. Maybe that, maybe something was said that I can't remember. Sure. Um, but we just, we just did not gel. And so we would, we would carry it out and, you know, phys ed where be like, oh no, we want to, you know, split these teams this way. And we would just, I mean, just try to destroy them right. in a yeah, way that yeah. was like, all right, let's, let's tone it back a little bit. Right. But we worked it out. So the mediation worked? The mediation worked. I mean, I don't think anything was going to come of it right. physically. Right. Anyway, at least not between me. I was, you know, I was never that type. Sure. Maybe no. some of the others. Well, you've always well, been a healer, not a herder. That's right. I'm a lover. You could have been though. That those long arms, you got some reach on you. Throw oh, a punch. Oh, I had some reach, but I mean, imagine getting hit in the face with a noodle. 
it's it's not going to do not, not going to do much damage. Even now, I'd love for you to let Jeremy and I train you and take you over to the Canton Amateur Boxing Ring. We, we, we could we could get you up through that league so quick, Ty Style Thirty Five. Think I have a future? I, I do. You got to reach. You got a future with me, son. Let's do it. We got a former boxer here too. Yeah, oh, retired. Retired. I, I don't heard, say yeah, former. Retired, former. Retired. Retired. I heard about the. Uh, the the bouts in uh, the basement of uh what was that Worcester Worcester yeah, Bar yeah uh, decades yeah decades that's right I want to say Escalades but that's the nickname <laughs> yeah, the nickname was used right, so yeah. much I can't even remember the real one yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway um, but things were resolved they were resolved well enough that nothing ever happened and Yutzi ended up leaving Brett Davis Brett Davis well. ended up leaving yeah. mm-hmm. and the David kid ended up leaving wow. so maybe that scared them off they're like this is too or too, too touchy-feely for us <laughs> we're out of here <laughs> so you, yeah we don't like the way it touches us were you guys yeah. like nervous for this conversation like what do you even say like oh i just don't like this guy that's standing right like sitting right across from me like i don't like you that's why <laughs> like it's yeah. such an awkward i know i think conversation. we i think we we're kind of taken aback by it like none of us realistically are going to do anything about it yeah yeah we like to spat here and there but like do you actually think that we're gonna take this physically unlikely maybe the other guys would have i mean i guess most of the threats were coming from that side was it actually going to come of anything doubtful probably not yeah probably not so so they did the they did their thing you know what they felt necessary i mean you know central christian is what it is it's a uh they did their due diligence make sure nothing came of it and they succeeded good job henry and Bix and Melissa taking on proactively conversations to avert a crisis. I like it. I like it over there at at the Kidron Fellowship Hall and not to make light of it, but we had been over there for Seder meals. Would you ever go over there for Seder meals, Tyler? I Henry, believe I did. Henry would conduct those Seder meals. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. Yamaka. So a lot of fellowship was over at that fellowship hall. And I'm mm-hmm. glad that you guys were able to reconcile over there. So we had a lot of inner class tifts, but nothing like, you know, the, the mediating session that we had between the two cliques. Sure. But, uh, I don't know if you guys remember John Sherwood. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was always in... If I described him in one word, I'd say antagonizer. Okay. He was just always poking the bear. Okay. Just over and over. And I think one of his favorite targets was Denny Miller. Smokes. Smokes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Denny. Yeah, we all love Denny. And so one day in phys ed class, we are hitting golf balls. The practice golf balls, you know, the little tiny wiffle balls. Oh, yeah. And just... Uh, it, it, it was either in phys ed class or maybe it was part of um, games with guys and gals. Okay. Hard to say. Okay. Sounds but, like a Brigner thing either way. Yep. Definitely a Brigner thing. And we're all lined up on the end line in gym one, just whacking away, just having a great time because everybody loved it. And I look over and John is messing with Denny, just stealing his golf balls, just hitting them <laughs> off, hitting them off Denny's mat. Just messing with him any way he can. Yeah. And I'm like, um, typical. <laughs> of course he is. And that goes on for some time. So I go back to my my deal and I'm, I'm going away. And all of a sudden, I hear some commotion, some yelling back and forth. And I quick look up and I see out of the corner of my eye, John Sherwood trying to quickly 
skedaddle away. And Denny just winding up with a nine iron. Oh, no. And just taking it to the small of John's back. <sighs> in the loudest smack that you could imagine. Oh, my just goodness. Just echoing through Jim one. Oh. In the- <laughs> like a Tiger Woods approach shot. Uh-huh. But, uh, cow. but back level, just oh. full out. Denny had had enough. Yeah. Yeah. And huge smack in, in gym one just echoes <laughs> all throughout the rafters, the walls. And then John Sherwood just wailing, oh. crying oh. as loud as he can. <laughs> and Carolyn Brigner, I think, just turns and is like, what is going on? And what do I do with this wailing, crying kid? Broken up. I mean, Denny doesn't do anything else. Okay. But we're all just like, what's going on? <laughs> and oh what do we do? We just right. point and laugh. I right. think that's what we did. Just point and laugh. Right. And, and John, I think John Sherwood, you know, he paid the price. Right. He learned his lesson wow. right. that, uh, any given person can be, uh, pushed only so far. Yeah. And then, uh, it's time to, time to smarten up a little bit. So this was like a full swing of that club on him, right? Oh yeah. It was like a rear back. Holy take a cow. step. Oh. And I don't care where I'm hitting you, but I'm going to, I mean, this oh, is, John. This, these weren't Ouch. like plastic clubs or anything. These no. were full, yeah. real golf clubs. And Denny's a baseball player. That's where he got the nickname Smokes running the, run, sorry, Missy, we're talking a lot of ball here, but uh, <laughs> Denny Smokes was running the the diamond and that's where he got that nickname. Because he was so fast? Smoking the diamond. Yep. Smoking, I mean, the, smoking the base pass. No, he had a goofy little run, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we like to pretend that that's what we said. Yeah. Now, did Carolyn send him the, to the principal or did he get in trouble or anything? Or I, was I, she like, I okay, think he, John deserved that? <laughs> you know what? Carolyn was always a little down to earth. She was. I think she oh. knew what was happening. Yeah. She was great. And I think she probably tried to just squash it right there yeah. and not make anything more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure Denny had to do something to make up for his actions, but yeah. I think it was pretty, pretty minimal. Run some sprints. <laughs> Carolyn, <laughs> Carolyn was dealing with the MX and I, I'm, I'm guessing anything not Kyle or Michael related seems pretty small yeah, yeah. to Carolyn Brigner. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably, Oh, I'm well suited for this. That's a nine iron to the back. I, I know exactly what's going on here. Come here, fellas. Let's separate you. And <laughs> well, when you got sun smoking in a porta pot, yeah, that, yeah. that's the least of your worries, I guess. She was smoking she, in the porta pot. That should be a song, shouldn't it? She was tapped out. Yeah. She was tapped out. She had to. <laughs> she uh, had to pick her battles. But speaking of tapped out, Tyler, this this has been a treat, and it's been a pleasure. It has been so good to to talk about these stories and just to hear you, the perspective that you have on on what Central was for you. I think that's a a benefit for for our classmates to hear, and hopefully some of your classmates get to hear it too. We can't let Ty Stye out of here before we acknowledge that he has attempted to rat dog us this whole night. He's mentioned some certain things, but he hasn't come out and actually truly owned things. And you are the king of bequeathments, and you reminded yes. me oh, that yeah. I bequeathed my the rat dog lifestyle. Is, is that the it? rat dog status, yes. Rat dog status. Yeah, that's the Which, first thing. I, Lucas Martin, hereby bequeath my rat dog status. To Tyler Steiner. Which never made that much sense, right? Because I'm the one who came up with that. (laughs) (laughs) At least I always tried to steal it from you. Okay, now I'm Team Yutzi. You just lost me. (laughs) You 
just lost me. Where's Brett Davis? Get him in here right now. No, I appreciate the bequeathment. No, that that's fine. I, for me, just hearing how you rat dogged uh, Stein cry into Ty Stein. <laughs> that you were already there you had yeah. nothing to grow into you were it man you were a rat dog in your own so that's the essence of the rat dog i never actually asked when you call someone a rat dog what is your intent it's a it's a it's a mix of things it's a lot of things first it's game respecting game <laughs> that's the first piece second of it is this yes you had to steal something but then you also had to put your original creativity into it and then it's got to piss me off that I didn't think about it first. Then <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely lived up to it. And that's what, like, no, you rat dog, you can't do that. Like, I, I want that idea. Like, no, that, like, that's something I should have come up with. That's that's the essence of a rat dog. Okay, then I th- I I think you can feel good about me living up to the rat dog. Good, good culture. Good. Well, then I will sleep easy at night knowing that you're out there living it. I as well. Tyler, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you.